0: Welcome to Auto Talk. I am Clark Price and with me as always is automotive journalist, collector, consultant, author, uh, fine artist Wallace Weiss. And here in the studio is the force behind the Highlander, UC Riverside Highlander newspaper's Fast Lane column. And he's also online talking about Porsches and and uh, uh, what else Help me out with
1: this. I'm always... Honda S2000s. Audis and Lexus's. That's right.
0: And Chirag d'Ave. Let's start off with Wally. What's uh, What's been going on with you? I've uh, been in contact with that
2: famous and very classy museum in Oxnard called the Mullen Museum and uh, selling them my work so they can sell. You my, mean your my artwork. Paintings, right. My paintings and their cars. And uh, I'm anxiously waiting to see what they decide because i think when you go to a museum like that you want to buy a souvenir
0: i have to say this for your future uh edification perhaps that people who use the word classy are usually not classy they're, so they're just they're just they're keep that in, just keep that in mind i it's for some reason every time i hear that and i check out the person that's using the term it's always like uh okay not not so the classy red light goes on. Not, not not so classy well, it's like this. Me. This is how you say that word, classy. <laughs> <laughs> That's in it. But that
2: reminds me. I wanted to use work. the nickname the toff. Now you, you yeah. Uh, heard the h- word no, now before the show, you were. Let's ask Sharag if he knows the word. Who wants a to top? talk about this? I, you,
1: I have no idea what that word means.
0: It's just not even worth talking about. You want to call yourself the toff, and what that means is is a, an arrogant uh, fop, right? Right. Now we have to <laughs> redefine fop. So uh, I have to, I I have like to say, here you were walking around in a wonderful ice cream suit at the Palace Verdes Concours. There's nobody else wearing pure white, but there you are. And I, I go, you know what? Wally's cutting quite a figure there. He looks, he's really standing Is out. the pants were above. Yeah. Why do you always step ever since we've been doing the show for 20 some years? You always step on whatever line I'm heading towards. Like you know where it's going and then you ruin it. Okay. Yes. Your pants were like halfway between your knees and your feet. And so here's this everything looks great until, you know, about a foot up from your feet. And then there's, oh, like, really, there's some socks, and they don't quite work. They're not quite covering the flesh. But, uh, yeah, I, I get where you're going with the toff thing, but it's like uh, an incomplete toff. It's like five-sixths of a toff. All right. Are we finished with that one? Okay. Okay. Uh, Chirag, what's going on? Not much going on here.
1: Did Just you go to the UCR car dry. thing? I did not
0: attend the UCR it. car meet. That's because you prioritize your classes, as you should. Yes, I do. You are a successful, extremely bright uh, young man who has your your future. You've hitched your wagon to a star, as they say, since we're using antiquated, <laughs> antiquated slogans and phrasing. <laughs> I did show. get to
1: check out some pictures of the meet in the show, and it looks like uh, some frequents did show up, uh, more or less around the same sort of scene that we get. You know, the tuner, the JDM scene. Uh, uh, what you're talking about up. is the
0: is the Palos Verdes Concours. I'm talking about the Drive UCR. Car, oh, the Drive UCR. Okay, sorry, sorry, mixed up my stuff that we're going to talk about. But you didn't go, so I that's did why, not attend. That's why I assumed you were talking about this other thing, which you also didn't go to. No, I did not. But we did, Wally and I did, and uh, I, um, I never, I, 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 usually, um, I usually sleep late, I try to, um, but I, I got up at four in the morning and drove to Palos Verdes, Not well actually to, to the Palos Verdes Concourse, which was not in Palos Verdes because of a dispute with your favorite human being that's ever lived, Wally, Donald Trump. And uh, uh, Trump wanted uh, too much to be on his stupid golf course, which he never should have gotten in the first place. And by the way, you can Google it, the Palos Verdes Trump Golf Course, and look at the sordid history of it. And um, then, uh, so it's at the Torrance Airport, which I'm fine with, actually, because I I, kind of grew up there working for my father uh, at his hangar, which has been destroyed. It's no longer there but the physical space obviously still exists there and um but I think the Palos Verdes Concours has been a really good concours and a uh, really um, uh, wonderful event to attend except uh, and so and I arrived at six thirty in the morning and just walked around the whole thing talking to the car owners and uh having some great conversations by the way with some people there uh especially uh uh, a guy named uh, Sarkis, who had a Ferrari Dino 246, and we talked a lot about that car and about his entire collection. Uh, very interesting uh, guy, and that's one of the things that I in, really enjoy about the shows, that you you meet the most interesting people. And there, there are also dull people there, too, I'm sure, but this uh Sarkees's story stories was fascinating and his car collection is Im- impeccable uh but um uh so i arrived and saw the whole thing set up and so there's a juxtaposition of classic airplanes with classic vehicles and uh <clears throat> also uh sorry, i got a flu shot and i've had these flu-like symptoms uh, with the, they inject you with a dead virus and then it, the body reacts like i'm just to be sure about this virus i'm going to respond like, like you're how ha- you've got the flu so that's explaining my voice anyway um uh, went to this thing talked to a lot of people but i just got the impression it wasn't as good as it had, as it was say even last year what did you think about it wally
2: yeah clark i i Also, like when I heard, when I went there, I had a press pass, so I didn't know what the regular viewer's price was. When I found out it was 50, I just kept as I walk around thinking, is this worth 50? So
0: you're doing a price, not, not, yeah, and it's essential. the money. Uh, Not just as a show, right. But you're like doing a consumer report on it.
2: Right. And, and of course, I had been to the one that at the Trump, I think it's called the Trump National Golf Course. and and that had the magnificent view. Every time you look to the west, you saw uh, hills and valleys and cliffs and ocean. So that helped uh, make it uh, a finer experience. And so here you just see... Uh, Carmack, but I'll admit that having airplanes there—if you like mechanical things—even a lot of people that like cars, like airplanes. And then the workmanship on some of these restored airplanes is even better than on the restored cars. So that—that right. that gives them a big plus. But I kept—I'd um, come across, like I came across some J- uh, Japanese cars, like Corolla, and I thought even if it's the best restored Corolla. Toyota Corolla in the world, it's still a car that I can go to the Palace Verdes shopping center and find 10 of in the parking lot. Not out. really, no. So so the thing, I realize that these were extra special or modified, or but I just think the inclusion in of Japanese cars in a Concorde elegance uh, is... is a misfit except for a few like the toyota 2000 gt that was a very special car they only made 52 of and they're they were really they're really valuable the million dollar cars now there's maybe like Half a dozen, whereas in Italian cars, there's hundreds that would qualify. I mean, maybe I'm prejudiced from the European point of view, but I've been to Japan a lot more than you two, and I noticed that when you're in Japan, you hardly ever see a whole car. It's such a busy place, you're lucky if you see two square feet of it so there's always been a tendency, tendency in japan of saying well if you're only going to see the last two feet i don't understand you what you're busy
0: i don't understand what you're talking about i'm
2: talking about the styling that in in japan when you say you only
0: to see two square feet you mean because you just see something not sitting in a right, way that, you don't see the whole that, car it just it's moves out crowded. of sight yeah okay.
2: so so the fact that it's not like in europe or the united states look at here you could uh, you could have a 25 foot long cadillac and park it out in the desert you'd see nothing but a lot of desert outside it So you can evaluate the car how it looks so i think that led to japanese cars being junky and crowded looking right up until the present they're only emerging out of it now like 70 or so years after they started well it's the it, the,
0: actually some of the great collectors of cars in the world some of the most fantastic collections are japanese uh, collectors yeah but, but they're
2: collecting ferraris
0: but they, yeah they, 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 they are time. they have excellent taste uh, i have to say though that uh, I, I i can't quite go along with your chauvinism there are um, there are interesting japanese cars and uh, However, I I don't know that I'd put them in in art museums the way I would a number of European cars. Yeah, and, I, and
2: then custom cars there. They I have, would also
0: say that the European cars are more interesting than American cars. So if you want to, yeah, if you want to make yeah, the I, the closest comparison yeah, to the Japanese, yeah, I'd, I'd say American American cars are in
2: fact n- are less interesting whole, as well. go back the name of the event Concord the Elegant. So it's a contest of the elegant. You know. Uh, it'd be just like if you had a clothing show, and and you wanted to show here's the fashions of the, uh, the fifties. W- what are you gonna, you're going to find the Italian and French fashions outshine the American Let's ones let... because they developed all these uh, designing clothes. Back when Americans were wearing buckskin, you know, killing uh, buffaloes, you know, over in Europe they're already having fashion shows.
0: Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let's get another perspective, Chirag, You've got two people here that are talking about the 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 art of automotive design that really the europeans have it in that regard and that the japanese and the american cars are are of lesser uh,
1: value would you agree with that chauvinism um to some degree i do agree with what wally is saying but uh i also agree with you that those cars do hold a place mm-hmm. uh, in the Concours, and it's not fair to exclude them because some of the cars Uh, do have their own beauty, even if they weren't the most beautiful ones. Well,
0: also, and you can tell, I met some of the owners there, they lovingly care for and appreciate Mm -hmm. uh, the cars and they present them impeccably. And there are
1: some JDM legends that that definitely, definitely are... By JDM, what do you mean? Uh, Japanese domestic market mm-hmm. okay. uh, that were not sold in the United States. Yeah, uh, like that Toyota, what is it, Crown or whatever. The they, Toyota Crown and the Crown Crested, I believe. It was y- called a Toyota Crown Sedan. So that that was
0: uh, like a, a luxury car right. that was meant for a head of state kind of a thing. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the Century,
0: yeah the century, I think, is what I'm thinking about right, actually. To the century. yeah, and uh, Jay Leno has one of these cars, and you can see on his show he presents that car, and it's uh, it's an interesting car right or maybe it was uh, somebody else owned it that he present. I'm not really sure if it's in his collection or not.
1: And uh, in that right, I do believe that uh, I do agree with you that those cars do hold their place there, even the some uh, for from a bigger picture. Their cars may be less attractive than the European counterparts. I'm going to
0: say though, in terms of uh, how my S2000 drives, just subjectively driving it, it's just one of the great driving experiences. And whoever designed that car knew what great European right. handling was, and gave you that, and maybe something a little bit more with it. So it's a it's a it's a wonderful car, and I think it holds a special place because of its its character, and its quality. So I'm going to uh, agree and disagree uh, with Wally.
2: Well, wait, I have another commentary <laughs> on the clothing oh, people wore. Oh,
0: why is this important?
2: Yeah, because I would it like... It was important to you. You actually
0: ex- change your clothes there on this, on this. I want
2: a concourse experience I, yeah, to Wally be was totality. I uh, want at the people the there to be dressed elegantly, like they are uh, to some extent at Pebble Beach and over at Goodwood, the big event in England, Lord March who owns the whole operation, even issues like proclamations, you should wear 30s, 40s, or 50s clothes. And people do, and they get in the whole spirit of it, and they have World War II music and all that. So here I, I'm leaving the Palisades Concord. I was leaving just as everybody was arriving. I was shocked at how uh, crudely dressed the, the spectators were.
0: I would I'd the I'd uh, cheapest house is a
2: million dollars. They can't afford something other than jeans?
0: Oh, I'd say the cheapest house is more Dressed than that. down, I guess. And, and, uh, well, I, you and your, and your colleague, uh, Rick, uh, struck a good uh, pair uh, of contrasts. He was California casual, I would say, and uh, you were like uh, Tom Wolfe in, in your uh, wonderful ice cream suit. And with the uh, the and, and ready for another flood from uh, from uh, uh, climate change, uh, with the, the foot and a half off the ground there. So <clears throat> anyway, um, I I did see some really great cars there. I thought the Ferraris were fantastic. Um, the uh, I, I like Ferraris that aren't red, and so there were a number of those there. Uh, there was a, a Countach, an early Countach, there uh, that uh, looked absolutely great, and uh, I, I there were a lot of great cars there. Uh, this guy that lives that actually stores his Iso Grifo on the at the airport. I did not see that car. Did you see it? No. Yeah. Um, so, I was going
2: to mention a commercial shop that was displaying. There was only one shop that actually worked on cars displaying there. It was like a custom car shop. But I was shocked to see that they had this Chevelle. All they had was the body and a frame. But then they explained the frame was hand-built and then had a, Corv- a modern Corvette engine, modern Corvette rear suspension. And I guess just looking at it, that a hundred and fifty thousand has probably been spent so far, and I thought, my God, I didn't realize that the resto-mod market, where the first part is from restoration, the second part is modified, I didn't realize that was going up into these price realms that people are so eager to have a car that looks old but is all modern underneath. I didn't realize that uh, there were those kind of customers, but that shop was showing five or six other cars there that were. Looked identical to the old ones, but the closer you got, the more you realized that they were new underneath.
0: So was a, a Chevelle, an actual existing Chevelle body harvested yeah. from a, right. a donor car, right. and it was being adapted to accommodate... Uh, a, a, totally a,
2: modern underneath. A modern Corvette. So probably it would go 200 miles an hour, but the thing is... um I like to see craftsmen. You could actually talk to the people from the shop there and ask them, why did you do this and why did you do that? And, and I think they, anybody who buys a booth has a right to be there. But uh, it's just I didn't realize that the Restomod market was a big money market. It, it kind of um, escaped by me.
0: Comments on
1: Restomods, Chirac? I like them. I think they're really cool. They
0: certainly it certainly takes skill to it takes make them. Takes a lot them.
1: of skill. I think that that's a car that if you have a resto mod, that's a car for you and you, for you to keep. It's
0: custom for you. you right. Just, it's it's not meant to
1: yourself. for the market. So you shouldn't take so much uh, economics into
2: You won't make money on it. Right. Just you you shouldn't don't, don't expect don't expect to make you. money
1: on it. Uh I mean unless you're someone like Singer Who's uh, essentially doing resto mods on yeah. older Porsche 911s? Yeah.
2: But how come his cars go up in value? He, he's a mystery <laughs> to me. I met him, by the way. His name isn't Singer, actually, but he only adopted that name because he used to be a singer in a famous. No, no I don't think that's world.
0: even right. That's not correct. Um, yeah, but but go on, I'll I'll.
2: Okay, but the thing is, what's he doing? I mean, why are people? Want to pay so much for a Porsche that Singer has modified? When if you're doing it at Chevelle, its value is dubious.
1: Well, the Porsche used Porsche market is a treacherous one, as we know. I mean, Mm -hmm. those cars go up in value ridiculously, and they hold their value like crazy. So that's something I I I don't know why that they they start so high. I mean, as we're seeing, three hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand. He has a golden touch. the
0: name Singer Vehicle Design pays homage to noted Porsche engineer Norbert Singer. Oh, then it says as well as acknowledging Dickinson's previous career as a vocalist. I don't think he was a vocalist.
2: Yeah, he was. He was
0: a singing singer songwriter group. with yeah. uh, somebody. So anyway, I I'd, I'd never heard it. it. It was paying tribute to his career as a vocalist, but he was a rock musician. Uh, anyway. Um, so summing up on the Palos Verdes concourse this year, you're saying from a consumer re- perspective, fifty dollar admission, you're not getting much. But you 50 dollars
2: would have oh, been I wouldn't have complained.
0: Was it so but it was fifty, right? Yeah, fifty. Okay. So Oh,
2: by the way, it was cheaper if you bought the ticket in advance. Okay. A lot of these shows split it that way.
0: Again, though, doesn't it doesn't it pay doesn't it money that goes proceeds go to a charity, right? right. And I so think you, you could write it off if you wrote yeah. the
2: check uh, if you
0: yeah. Filed it the right way. So I think they they did a good job presenting it and so on, but I would have liked to see more cars and... Uh, or
2: even more airplanes. I think they should start judging the airplanes, too. Have it be a dual show. Maybe five more airplanes. The best P-51 Mustang, the best... <coughs>
0: what, what, it, what What juxtaposing those cars with the planes did is to make a lot of interesting shots... Uh, sometimes it didn't really work because you'd like to have an italian fighter if such a thing existed with the ferraris but so it was it was juxtaposing ferraris with uh you know a a harrier uh, jet or something like that and um uh so it was it was a pleasant show i uh i i'm not i that the idea if you want to spend the money or not is up to the uh the buyer but it's a pleasant show and i recommend it and i congratulate the organizers for doing uh, a pretty good job i would like to see more cars that aren't the usual suspects though because i've seen cars that i've seen at other at other shows at, uh, at that show. So I'd like to I'd like them to get more stuff in there. Let's talk about the the new BMW 3 series that was just announced and what are your thoughts about that uh, that car. Let's bring it up on the on the screen here.
1: Well, the BMW 3 series is probably one of the most important sedans of the last 20 30 years. Um, would you agree, Clark? Um well, so the BMW had the 2002 and then they created, I guess, in the in the nineteen seventies, in the late seventy, in the eighty, in the early eighties, they came out with uh, the first iterations of the three series. And
0: so I think actually it goes back to the seventies, but uh, anyway, it's a first like major commercial car that uh, that they they put out, and it was a big hit, and uh, it. Uh, Became very popular with what later became known as yuppies, upwardly mobile uh, young people. And uh, someone once said that uh, uh, yuppies were the uh, first uh, group of people in the history of the world to give good taste a bad name. Uh, so the BMW made a really good car uh, and it became a very popular car and so it was 1975 there is, you go. yeah yeah that's when it was introduced so what are you thinking about the 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 new one it it seems that every every car seemed to go upscale so the bmw3 was like a uh, uh a european um a small sedan uh sports sports sedan that really, I think, was better than anything in that in that field made by the Japanese or the uh, Americans, and a, and it really had a market unto itself for a long time. Now, so Audi's in there, Lexus is in there. Uh, it has a number of competitors, and it seems that they're going more aggressive, more upscale uh, to keep a dominant place in the in the
1: uh, market. Uh, thoughts about the styling? Mm. I think this three, this generation 3 series looks pretty good. The one that they just showed, the the new G20 series. Um, it looks really good, in my opinion. It's gotten bigger. It looks almost as big as what I would say is an early, uh, early 2000s, late 90s BMW 5 series, really. Uh-huh. Uh, it looks like it's grown quite a bit in size. BMW says that it has grown a little bit in size, but it's also shedded some weight. Uh, so that's a good thing. I drove uh, the previous generation BMW 3 Series, the one that, was be- that has been made from uh, 2012 up until now. Uh, I've driven it several times. Uh, I find it to be a very fun car to drive, but at the same time, I don't think it's the best car in its class. What do you think is? Uh, dynamically, I'm going to have to give that one to the Alfa Romeo Giulia. Oh, really? I think that that car drives... Like what the BMW 3 Series should drive Yeah, right. I've, I'm not thrilled with the styling on the you Alphas. Know, it just the se- styling is good, but I, f- I find that a little more subjective. Mm. But I think the driving dynamics, it was you know, it wasn't even up for discussion there. That I think the 3 Series is excellent, but the A4 was within a margin of it, and the, the Alfa Romeo really took the cake because it felt like it had a soul. Let me drop something else into that mix, though,
0: the Kia Stinger. have not had a chance to i'm i find the car attractive uh i also find a 10-year warranty really attractive because you're going to really flog that car oh yeah and uh i think it it looks very well made the interior is very impressive uh i don't know that i you put these two up next to each other that i wouldn't take the, the the kia stinger
1: i don't think it looks this does not look better than the stinger do you agree Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with that. I think this looks a little bit better than the Stinger. But from a total value perspective and from an overall perspective, it would be hard to pass up on the Stinger. I mean, especially when it has 365 horsepower. I'm telling you, the thing is really,
0: really competitive. What do you think, Wally?
2: I haven't studied it enough, but I I have like a mental block against Korean cars costing (laughs) as much as the best Japanese cars. Because I still remember when they first came on the scene for oh, Sundays, yeah! How, how they would break all the time and that's why they came up with that saving I, I, uh, I
0: think we we Hail for, we ten for year a long warranty. time on this show we tested a Kia Rio I believe and that be, that was the reference standard for the worst production car mm-hmm. out there and uh, but i they,
2: they gotta earn my respect all over again but but that's styling.
1: long since been done yeah i think that uh, i think they're long past those days especially when you when you hop in a modern hyundai or kia mm-hmm. it really it doesn't even feel reminiscent of mm-hmm. of the cars that i remember from 15 years I, ago like the kia rio the hyundai Accent. i'm
0: seriously considering buying a kia myself so
1: uh,
2: I think these um, new models of now this latest thing, What's it's not leasing, what's that latest thing? The
1: subscription-based. Yeah, yeah,
2: that could actually get a lot of people to try out a lot of different cars that and they C. never did before. Right. I mean,
1: it's a whole new way of... I always found the BMW th- 3 Series to be everyone's blind choice uh, of the perfect compact sport sedan. I mean, you know, around campus, you I have really, several You friends. really can't go wrong. You can't. That was the car that people always just turn to you can't go wrong with. That's the car you're going to yes. get. Mm-hmm. But and if
2: they could try some of these competitors, they'd be surprised. They'd be
1: swayed away. And I've had a couple of friends who I've, you know, shown them around that, hey, you know, maybe you want to tr- look at the Lexus IS if you don't want to spend so much on maintenance in the future. Or if you want a car that's a little more fun to drive, look at the Alfa Romeo Giulia. And I've had other friends, you know, buy those, buy competitor cars and uh, are happier that they didn't purchase... The BMW, But I, I'm going to be honest, if it was my money, I think the BMW just out of um, what the car brings to the table, uh, that would be my choice. And with this one over here, they've gone back to a little more of a dynamic standpoint. Uh, 50-50 weight distribution, mm. uh, the pre-production test drives that several magazines have conducted um, are all pointing to, towards this car being more of a return to more fun driving dynamics, mm. uh, less elect- feeling less um, electronic, mm. while also finally upgrading a lot of the technology in the interior bits. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye on that. Wally, earlier in the show, we were talking about a Chevelle
0: mod at the Palos Verdes Concours that uh, attracted your interest. There is a bit of a controversy, though, about uh, kind of the same thing being done with the Ferrari GTO. Tell us about that. Okay, we, well, have, the real we have two Ferrari minutes. GTO from... Two and a, m- a half
2: from the 60s, uh, one just sold for 48 million. There's only 36 made. And uh, so that's really desirable, but there's still people that wish they could own one. So this company called Aris Design, Run by ex Lotus chief, said, "Oh, we're we're making one. We're rebodying this modern Ferrari with the body that looks kind of like the 250 GTO. Well,
0: exactly like. And it'll
2: be like a million dollars a car, and we'll make ten of them. And uh, and the thing is, um, I'm like of two minds. And one way I would like one to drive around and be a poser and park outside a cafe, outside of Starbucks, but." uh and the other way can't these car companies come up with all new designs where's your creativity when they always have to harken back to the past plus i wonder what is ferrari going to say about this like didn't they ever copyright the shape of the original gto i mean what if they want to bring out the old I, gto again hmm. then here they find this other company doing it without getting permission
0: There is law, uh, case law, on that. I'm not sure what it is, though, but uh, my thoughts are I kind of like continuation cars, like the Shelby did continuation Cobras, quasi-legal. I believe isn't Jaguar talking about doing continuation E-types. A lot of people, including me, consider it like the best car ever, the best-looking car ever made. Uh, And... um, uh, it's, it, I mean, I, I'm in favor of bringing more beauty into the world, and I, the Ferrari uh, 250 GTO, I just think was absolutely beautiful. So creating more beauty is fine with me. What do you think, Chirag?
1: Uh I agree with you. I like the way this, this looks personally. I feel like the, the way that this, this company's coach built the car built it with too many vents and made it too busy but I'm a fan of continuation well it had vents it did have vents in it so I
0: mean that's that's the real look of the car but you see something whenever I've seen a uh, 250 GTO in person it's like I stop breathing for a moment just like oh my god that is so beautiful so that's that's fine with me if someone wants to do that uh, and be paid a million dollars and somebody else wants to pay a million dollars fine with me so with that we're out of time uh, for Wallace Weiss, Shirag Deve, this is Clark Price. Tune in again next time for more Auto Talk. Thanks for listening.